Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In case you missed our number one of the show, we had Brian Walton on, and we talked about some of the Cardinals players that could potentially get called up a little bit later this year, and we simply don't know if there are going to be any viable fantasy assets on that club this year. But coming up in this hour of the show, we'll dive into the fantasy baseball waiver wire, and we'll also let you make the call and determine what I talk about. You may be surprised with the results. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two, or on demand if you're listening live. Sit back and relax, because Fantasy Sports Today continues right now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Bad news for Noah Syndergaard. He's on the injured list. If you're setting a lineup today, get him out. Going to be out at least a week again. This is just year after year. It is one thing after the other with him. All the ability, inability to stay healthy one way or the other. It's a hamstring this time. It only looks like two weeks, but again, hand, foot, and mouth was four weeks. You just never know with this guy. All right, welcome back. We are back here for hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today as we take you up until 2 o'clock Eastern. And you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong today. I apologize. But I believe full-time fantasy is coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern. Am I right about that, Bavona? I know that uh, Ronis is circling the world or Barcelona, so I'm not really sure. But I believe that they will be on there. So uh, either way, uh... oh, he is back today. Okay, I I thought that... No, I don't think so. I think it's just maybe it's Dr. Rota. Either way, what we'll do is we'll get that figured out for you. We'll tell you what's coming up next. That's my bad. Uh, my I should know what's coming up next without me saying it like that and being silly, but I am uh, I am the one that is silly sometimes. But either way, thank you for listening to the show. If you missed any of the first hour of the program, you can go back and tune in on demand, and we'll hit the waiver wire in just a little bit. I do want to spend some time in this hour of the show and do it right here talking about the young player who was called up that went to American Heritage High School, which is about 30 minutes from me, and also played at the University of Miami, which is about 40 minutes from me, and that is Zach Collins of the Chicago White Sox. Okay, so the White Sox are arguably in a position that they feel they have a chance to stay in the hunt. Now, I think that we could all look at this thing and say, Lucas Giolito, I don't believe, is going to go 20-2 and two with an ERA sub-2, okay? But that being said, he's been arguably the best pitcher in the American League. And if they're going to get that kind of pitching performance and fill in a couple of spots there, get a good uh, column A rest of the year, get that offense going, Abreu, Eloy Jimenez, Tim Anderson, not completely out of the realm of possibility that they hang around. And I think that this is them just kind of testing that water to see how far they can take this. Remember, there is about a month until the Major League Baseball trade deadline. They certainly could pivot at any time and decide, hey, look, 
you know, we'll send our guys back down for service time. We'll trade our assets. They they could do that. I would say the White Sox are probably a year early right now in terms of competition. So let's let's not get too crazy here, but let's dive in and look at Zach Collins a little bit. His uh, defense, some people don't think that he's going to profile as a full-time catcher. He's thrown out 33% of defenders this year, so I would say that's not terrible. Uh, 41% in 2017. So I, I, I think he can play catcher. They have a couple of guys there. Wellington Castillo is there. Navarez is there. His offense so far, nine home runs, 39 runs driven in. But what really catches your eye here is his ability to get on base. And for those of you who were playing in those OBP leagues, let me give you the gist as to how, how he's maintained this, not just at University of Miami, but also in, uh, in the minor leagues. So playing at AAA this year, he's walked 36 times in 50 games. His OBP is 37%. In AA Birmingham last year, he played 122 games in 531 at-bats and four, or 418 at-bats, 531 plate appearances. He had 15 home runs. He walked 101 times. Now, his K rate is also off the charts, too. So he could end up being one of those true outcome guys like Joey Gallo. But still, his 234 batting average in 2018 translated to a 382 on base there's a lot to like with this kid I don't know that he's going to come up and immediately be Jordan Alvarez or Austin Riley or some of the other players that have come up that have set the world on fire I I can't sit here and tell you that that's what's going to be but you'd be very hard pressed to ask the White Sox hey are you calling this kid up to come off the bench I don't think that is the case what starts to happen this time of the year and it's not as as frequent as we've seen in the past, is the Super 2 date is now, which means that teams can call players up from the minor leagues and get another full year of, of control, which is basically adding another year of arbitration to their contract instead of free agency. And that's what they get to do here, being that it is already June 17th with Zach Collins. I don't know if he's up for good. I don't know how much playing time he's going to get. And as we'll talk about coming up in our waiver wire segment, this is someone that I added just to kind of speculate and see. Because I'm sick and tired of not speculating and then watching these guys just go off. I didn't get Austin Riley in as many leagues as I should have. I didn't get Alvarez in as many leagues as I should have. I didn't get Pete Alonzo in as many leagues as I should have. And these are just things that were really easy for me to do in the preseason. Like, I could have got all these guys late. And instead, I went with some more certainty, some more predictability, and I wish later on in the draft I hadn't. Now, look, some of them didn't work out. Brendan Rodgers just went back to the minor leagues. <laughs> the Rockies just scored 92 runs in four days, and Brendan Rodgers barely played. You know, like, But that's kind of the Rockies' way of doing things. They're strange. There are going to be rookies that are going to fall. I mean, we know that's going to happen. But taking your risks on some of these late guys certainly has looked like it's, uh, it's paid off. And so we'll see how much he ends up playing. I'm not, I'm not sure. But I did add him in two leagues, and coming up in our waiver wire segment, we will we'll hammer that out. I'll start to take a look at some of those players there. Uh, also coming up next, we'll have our segment where we let you determine what I'm going to talk about, which is our You Make the Call segment. So that's on deck, and we will give you the full schedule 
as to Major League Baseball tonight, go through some of the odds, who's pitching tonight. And as always, I promise to give you now a streamer or two in fantasy that you can use today or tomorrow. So this is Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. We'll be here with you until 2 o'clock. This is uh, the way that we get our fantasy week going. Hopefully you enjoy the show, whether you're listening on demand on the iTunes or Google or any of the other apps, or you're listening live on FantasySportsNetwork.com. Our show continues after this. Don't go away. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Call to receive your free DVD videos and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with models starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited-time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-625-4922 for your free DVD videos and brochure that's 800-625-4922 thermospots hot tubs designed to improve your life call 800-625-4922 today to take advantage of zero percent apr financing the sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it but now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish back with you here on Fantasy Sports Today on this Monday afternoon. It has been, I don't know where the weather is by you, wherever you're listening, but hard for me to complain being in South Florida. 
I will say this. The rain has been just coming down and coming down and coming down. And you know that living in Florida, what makes us unique here is we have a lot of, hmm, how would I put this, uh, wildlife, so to speak. So insects, bugs, lizards, alligators, everything. And when it rains as much as it does, because where I live personally, even though I live very east, very close to uh, the beach, very close, I do live in an area where there was a lot of, like, I don't know what the, it's uh, like mangrove area. My, my, my community was kind of built out from a place like that. So we get it all. And we got like snakes and everything. Like just the rain just must have brought all, it's like Noah's Ark over here. Crabs and snakes and birds and lizards and everything's just they're all like trying to get in the house, I guess, because of the rain. So freaking everybody in the family out. That's for sure. I'm the one that always has to take care of that. I'm sure you guys get that at home, right? You're you're uh, you're doing something in your house and you get a scream of some sort. Oh, my gosh, it's the biggest uh, lizard in the world or or the biggest snake. My wife says to me, there's a huge snake in the garage. I go out. It's an earthworm. I like I picked it up with my hand and threw it out. No, don't do it. It's gonna bite. Like, it's an earthworm, man. Like, please chill. And then this poor little crab that was like a baby crab. We have blue crabs all over our uh, community where I live. And like this guy is just trying to like run for cover because of the rain. This is pouring. Wife's like slapping it with a broom. Like, get out of here. And I don't know. I guess living here long enough, you get used to that sort of stuff. Okay, we got our uh, You Make the Call coming up here, so let's take a look and see what the good people out there in Twitter land have voted for. Remember, you can always vote at FNTSY Radio and decide which way you want to go with some of the topics that I can discuss. And uh, looks like you guys want to talk about the Rockies Padres series based on the vote. But uh, I will do that coming up in the next segment. We'll go through this one by one and go through all the things that happened in that series. But first, before I do that, I want to touch on real quick some of the moves that I made. So in fantasy, if you think that I do a good job, these are moves that you can copy. And if you think I'm terrible, these are things that you should fade. Best way that I can uh, put that for you. We'll start off with what I did in the NFBC's Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational. Last week we had Justin Mason on the show. And one of the moves that I made was adding uh, Harold Ramirez of the Miami Marlins for $4. And I cut Melky Cabrera from the Pittsburgh Pirates. And you know something? I have Melky Cabrera somehow in two leagues. I don't even know how I ended up with him. But and we know he's had the, the PED issue in the past, too. He's not a full-time player. But he's hitting again this year, right? Like, the Pirates just don't have any room. They have Starling Marte and Dickerson and Polanco and even Reynolds. And so that makes Melky kind of expendable. And I think the Pirates are probably going to trade him. They're going to trade a lot of players uh, come the trade deadline. I know they, they won two out of three here where I live over the weekend, but they had lost seven in a row coming into this series. So I, they're just not going to beat out the Cubs, the Brewers. I don't even think the Cardinals. Not this year. And so Belky Cabrera becomes someone that, you know, all of a sudden I went from starting every week because they had so many injuries to someone who I'm not, I'm not playing at all. So I let him go. I also added Anthony Swarzak of the Atlanta Braves 
for Christian Stewart, the Detroit Tigers. Stewart was somebody who I was kind of high on going into the year. It hasn't worked out. Jacoby Jones has actually uh, been a pretty good ad for a lot of folks. He's been hitting. He's been stealing. And he's he's one of those post-type sleeper types that he's not 19 or 20. But with him getting playing time in Detroit, he's certainly making the most of it. Now, my thinking behind Swarzak, and this is kind of my, my thinking behind everybody at this point in Atlanta, is whoever you get that's going to save games for the Braves for the next month is probably not going to end up being the closer of that team. Atlanta's going to end up with... Shane Green or Ken Giles or, you know, one of these these closers from another team that's going to help them in the postseason. I don't think that there's any chance that Minter or Jackson or Webb or or uh, or any or Winkler, any of these guys who they've trotted out are going to end up getting more ninth inning opportunities than whoever they bring in. That's why I was so surprised that they didn't go in on on Kimbrell and they, they did go in on Keuchel. By the way, for those of you looking for an update from Keuchel, he was auctioned off in one of my leagues. He it looks like he's going to start this weekend for Atlanta. It looks like he's going to be back. So I'm just kind of looking for some cheap saves at this point. Saves is not something that I usually focus on a lot during the, uh, during the preseason. So in season, I have to make that work for me. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. I added him for a buck. We'll see what happens. In uh, my NL league... Jordan Yamamoto of the Marlins went for $146. Wow. Now, there is a slight chance, I suppose, that he could stay in the Miami rotation, but they plucked him up from double A. So he'll start tomorrow night against St. Louis. If he does well, maybe he'll get a third start, but that's a lot of money for a potentially one-start guy, and I was not willing to go that far into my pocket for someone like that. By the way, Eliezer Hernandez also is another pitcher on Miami. He's getting uh, probably one more start. He'll start tonight, and then Caleb Smith is expected to be back either this weekend or next week. My head-to-head league, I took my second loss in a row in that league. I have such a good team. I don't know how that happened. Kind of operator error. I made the choice of playing... Uh, Anthony Rizzo last night over Miguel Sano, and wouldn't you know, Sano hit a home run, and that could have cost me a tie in the league. I hate when that happens, and it comes down to the last day, but that's what what did happen. So I'm seven wins, four losses. I, I can't complain. Not bad. But I do have some black holes in that league, meaning players that aren't playing. I had to let go of a bunch of guys. And I have Chris Paddock, too, who who obviously is not doing anything for me. I'm hanging on to him for the time being, but... Not really optimistic that we're going to see all that much from him the rest of the season. Ken Giles, I have. He went on the injured list. He was one of my two closers. So I added Hansel Robles. You've heard me talk about him enough. They DFA'd Cody Allen. Man, they gave Cody Allen like millions and millions of dollars to only pitch in April, May, and June. He's gone. So I grabbed the Hansel Robles. He's the closer for the Angels. I grabbed Zach Collins, who I just discussed. And I grabbed, in two leagues, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels. Now, Canning only has one start. I was trying to find a couple of pitchers who were making two start weeks, and I really didn't love any of them. So I passed on that, and and I ended up with Canning. He's going to make one decent start this week. I'll take a shot on him. He looks pretty good. Angels pitchers historically have not worked out. But maybe in this situation, they found something here. We'll see. 
in my mixed roto league, I'm doing horrible. I just it, the season is over for me. It's just a matter of if I get out of last place. It's just, it's just been a disaster. Too many injuries, and you know you're just gonna have that in some leagues. You don't make excuses. You just I just did not draft well. Did not draft enough offense, and I and I actually took like an extra middle infielder before I had my corner infielder done. And so I was stuck with that. I caught Lourdes Gurriel, and now he's doing well. Made some mistakes. Just made some mistakes in that league. And not to mention I have Carrasco and Kluber and Kniebel. And I had uh, Nelson Cruz on the injured list. Just uh, too much. Too much. Too many things happening. I'm not going to win. But added Collins and Canning. And and hopefully they'll carry me to the promised land. And so we'll see. But uh, coming up next, wow, what a weekend it was in Denver for the wild weekend of runs, 92 runs scored between the Rockies and Padres. When we come back next, we'll go through some of the news and notes from that series in case you missed it. I've never seen anything like it. I was I watched the last two games of that, Saturday and Sunday, and the way the Padres were able to come back a couple different times, it tells you all you need to know. San Diego had been playing awful going into that series. For them to even win a game tells you it's all about altitude at that place. And we also have to explore whether or not there's just too many runs being scored there, and do we want that to change, or we're just going to have to live with this forever. Humidor did nothing this weekend, that's for sure. We'll be back with more fantasy sports today in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. I found myself laughing my arse off the entire weekend. What people are coming up with is priceless, man. But I do want to say, at the real OJ32, over a half a million followers. If you want entertainment, you've got it with OJ Simpson, my man. It, it's pretty nauseating, though, at the same time. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish with you here on Fantasy Sports Today. We've got about 35 minutes left in the show. Hopefully you are enjoying it. Please make sure, by the way, to subscribe to this show podcast-wise on iTunes. One thing that I had some time over the weekend to do, very rare for me. But I uh, was a little bit, believe it or not, would you believe I was a little under the weather? Yes, that's true. A very rare occasion for me to be under the weather, but I was. I think I'm like at 95% now. I'm not on the injured list anymore. But what I was able to do is go and look at all of the people who are subscribing to Fantasy Sports Today from the past, the present, and hopefully in the future. And remember, you can easily do that on all of the apps, and the show will get sent directly to you. So keep that in mind as we move forward. Also, on tomorrow's show, we're going to bring back Chris's favorite, Mike Masato. He will do our three-up, three-down segment. He has some ideas on uh, on what he's going to do tomorrow. He told me my son should not listen to the show tomorrow. Okay, well, that must mean something. I don't know if that's a good, bad, or ugly thing, but we'll see. Either way, he'll be on the show tomorrow. Uh, I believe Mike Alexander is someone, uh, Rotowan, he's going to be on the show. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire. I'm putting together my guest list for the week. It just takes some time to put it together. Okay. So now going back to the You Make the Call, as we mentioned, the winner of what you guys wanted to talk about in one of my segments was the Padres-Rockies series. So here we go. Okay, Thursday... The Rockies and Padres played, and the final score was 9-6. to six, Rockies won. Okay. On Friday, uh, Hunter Renfro hit three home runs, and the Padres ended up winning the game 16-12. to 12. On Saturday, Charlie Blackman got four hits for the third straight game. And the Rockies won 14-8. to And then yesterday, the Padres came back for a 14-13 win. John Gray walked the go-ahead run in his first uh, relief appearance. And by the way, some of this information that I'm reading is coming from uh, ESPN.com. So let me give them credit for that. They kind of put some of this together. So I'm, I'm waiting through that, MLB.com, and the team websites. Okay, so... Adding on to some of this, uh, 92 runs were the most scored ever. 
And uh, the Rockies had 48 runs in the series, and the Padres had 44. So both teams averaged over 10 runs a game in the series. It's just incredible. Um, Renfro had five home runs between Thursday and Sunday. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, who was pretty much left for like an eighth outfielder on the Padres. I know he's good defensively. But last year, remember all the talk about Manny Margot and Franchi Cordero and Jose Perella and Alex Dickerson and Travis Jankowski and Will Myers? <laughs> I mean, how many outfielders did the Padres run through before you even wanted to play Renfro? Either way, his OPS went up from 877 to 952 in four days. Almost 100 points. Uh, let's see. Sunday's game, it was 9-8 Rockies. After two innings, Rockies led 13 to eight after six, 13 to 10 going into the ninth. Greg Garcia tied it. Then the Rockies walked the next two batters because they ran out of players, did San Diego. They ran out of guys. So what happened was they brought John Gray in, the starter, to throw an inning of relief or a batter in relief. The Padres countered by bringing up Matt Strom, their starter, into hit. And Gray ended up walking him, too. And that was the go-ahead run. This season, teams that have trailed by at least five runs after the sixth inning. Again, teams that have trailed by at least five runs after the sixth inning are three up and 251 down. Their record is three and 251. And two of those three were wins in the series by San Diego. Crazy. The Padres were the first team to overcome deficits of three or more runs in the ninth inning or later in multiple games in the same series since the Astros did it to the Padres in 1989. And the Rockies, let's see, the uh, September is the next time that the Padres return to Colorado. So we're going to have to wait until the end of the year. It's just, it's just bonkers, man. Like... I, I don't I don't know what the answer is there. For years, they've tried to figure out ways to stop the amount of runs that are being scored. But I ended up using Peter Lambert, <laughs> the starting pitcher. I ended up streaming Lambert. What a mistake it was that I made. In this day and age of the potentially juiced ball, is it safe to say that we just simply can't trust any Rockies pitcher ever again? I mean, Herman Marquez has been as good as any Rockies pitcher they've had. They gave him a long-term extension. But nobody could get anybody out there. And I don't I don't have the answer to it. They've tried. They tried in Arizona, too. Remember they put balls in the humidor in Arizona, too? And they were saying that that was going to work. I don't know. Has it worked? I, I, I don't really see a, a ton of evidence toward that. But Charlie Blackman had just like basically like a series of a lifetime for them. Has anybody even looked to see what his numbers are this season? Now, remember, Blackman spent a little bit of time on the injured list earlier in the season, okay? Remember, he got four hits, three games in a row. Blackman's numbers now on the season, 336. He's never done that over the course of his career. 385 OBP, which is the second highest mark of his career. Slugging 652, highest of his career. OPS 
over 1,000, 1037, highest of his career. On pace for 34 doubles, which would be a career high. On pace for 17 triples, I don't know. He's got six already. He leads the majors. That would be a career high. And 16 home runs, 47 runs driven in. The only thing he's not doing is stealing anymore. He only He's only attempted four this year. He had 16 uh, attempts last year, 24 the year before that, 28 the year before that, and then 56 the year before that. I guess that's just a product of him getting older. But when it's all said and done, he'll probably be looked at more of a course player than just about anybody that's ever played for that franchise. This is just the truth. And he's been a uh, all-star three times, including two years in a row. And in fantasy, you just have to look past who the players are at this point. And I think you got to look at the numbers. That's it. You got to look at everybody. Everybody that's going to play cores is back to, you know, kind of doing these things like they, they used to. I remember a day and age where Jeffrey Hammonds, if you remember him, fantasy players will know him from many, many years ago. Jeffrey Hammonds is the only player in Rockies history, maybe the only player in Major League history, I'm not sure, to hit 400 for the entire season at home. Think about that. 400 the whole year at home. Whoever plays at altitude just hits. And that's one of the strategies that I used to employ in fantasy, but that kind of went away over the last few years. I'm back on that bandwagon again. I'm going to make sure that going into next year I get some offensive course field players. Even when they go on the road, look, so for a few games, you don't get that kind of output. But imagine having a week where you get these kind of games, seven games at home. You play in a head-to-head league against someone, you just pick up all the Rockies and play them. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, Ian Desmond, who I had more or less given up on, of course, this is the week that he decides to to bust out. He's been a slow-starting player also, but... I I missed basically everything that he's done. He's done nothing over the course of the whole year, and he ended up having a a great series. So I'll have to get him back in my lineups. I put him in in one league that I'm in, and in another one I'm just going to kind of wait and see. But got to get more than 10 home runs and 10 stolen bases. Uh, You know, that's that's definitely for sure. Interesting player, by the way, called up by the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. They purchased the contract today of... Rangel Ravello, first baseman slash outfielder. And he had nine home runs and 42 runs driven in at Triple A. My guess is he only plays a few days because they uh, placed uh, Gyro Munoz on the paternity leave. Munoz hitting 286, more of like a extra player there. Couple of other quick injury news and notes. Trevor Williams of the Pittsburgh Pirates is going to be back, according to the Post-Gazette, on Wednesday. That's good news for them. 3.33 earned run average, 1.13 whip, 42 strikeouts, 10 walks, and 54 innings. And uh, Williams was so good for them last year that they really need him back. The Pirates pitching. I I watched the Pirates pitching over the weekend against Miami, especially Archer. What in the world has happened to that guy? Even his pace is not what it used to be. He used to catch the ball, pitch, catch the ball, pitch. Now he takes his time, get up a four-run inning, couldn't get anybody out, was bailed out on a couple of plays. I just can't believe how Archer at this point can be viewed. Caleb Smith of Miami 
I would think has a chance to uh, return to their team either this weekend or next week. You'll keep an eye on him. And then a player that I've been stashing all year long, <laughs> and I'm just waiting to see if if he's going to be usable, Denelson Lamette of the Padres. He had Tommy John surgery. He's been out basically 14 months, and he just keeps getting smacked around in AAA. And before they activate him, I would think that he's going to have to pitch a little bit better. But I've been waiting for him to come back in a couple of leagues. Just been stashing him because of the potential that I saw. Hasn't done it, though, at the minor league level. I don't think that they'll call him up until he does. Coming up next, we'll go and take a look at tonight's baseball schedule. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Back with more. Don't go away. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year from my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. 
The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you as coming up at the uh, top of the hour. We are done for the day here, but we'll be back tomorrow with more fantasy baseball discussion. Some fun three up, three downs. Some you make the calls. And and, uh, no flooding segments. We're on a no flood segment. By the way, um, let me tell you real quick here, because yesterday was Father's Day. I hope you guys had a, a wonderful Father's Day here, and, and I'll tell you how I spent mine. I went to, with my family, we went to the Marlins-Pirates game. We left while the Marlins were up. We got home and the Marlins lost. That's just kind of the story as it goes. My son, he's, he's good for like two, two and a half hours at a baseball game. He's very young. He's only six. And so, and by the way, my wife's only good for like two, two and a half hours at a baseball game, too. But that's what we did yesterday. And uh, I, I ended up getting a, a uh, Father's Day trophy because I was I was a assistant Little League coach for my son's team. So they got me like an honorary best coach trophy, which was really nice and thoughtful. So good gift for me there. And uh, and then, yeah, then we had the, the Great Flood of 2019. By the way, on Twitter, at Craig Mish, you can go to my, my Twitter handle and see I uh, was on uh, TV talking about the Marlins yesterday, and I was on CBS4 talking about a, a number of different things. You can check that out there. And also, don't forget, on demand, I would also mention last week and check out all of the shows that you may have missed. We don't do a lot of inside jokes here, so it's like you can pick up my show at any time and feel like you missed nothing, but always good to kind of catch up on some of the things that I say that I got right and wrong. I always appreciate that. Uh, on Twitter, at Craig Mish, fantasysportsnetwork.com is the website that you want to check out. We got our exit velocity segment also coming up, final segment of the show. All right, so for tonight, and let me try and see if we can give you some good streaming options for tomorrow, but let's focus on tonight. We have, oh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You're impressed I could count. 10, 11, 12 games tonight. So not not a completely quiet uh, schedule for Major League Baseball. Sometimes on Monday nights, they only have six or seven games. we got 12 games tonight, barring any kind of bad weather. Let's start off with uh, Jake Arrieta and uh, Patrick Corbin. I got to tell you, Jake Arrieta is a weird, weird season for him. Started off April and May, thought, wow, like I was right. He's going to have a big year. ZRA's climbed to 4.316-5 on the season. Look, they score enough runs. He's still going to give you 12, 13 wins, but I expected the ERA to be better. We may have seen the best of Jake Arrieta. It's kind of sad. Patrick Corbin got really lit up over his last, I believe, two starts. So... What what a month ago would have looked like a couple of aces is definitely not. Phillies are 39-32. Nationals are 31-35. And, 
Arietta six and five with a four point three one. Corbin five and five with a four point one one. Anthony Rendon's having a fantastic season. Three twenty one, sixteen homers, fifty RBIs, and missed two weeks. Be a free agent at the end of the season. I would guess that the Nationals, if they continue this trend, could trade him. Rays and Yankees. This could be the first opportunity to see Edwin Encarnacion. And so while we're here, let's take a look here and see if he is in the lineup tonight. It's still a little like this show is kind of in no man's land for lineups. I'm used to doing the morning, so we're kind of doing all recap. This is a little different, so I'm, I, I'll take a look at at uh, at lineups for the evening if there are any in. But unfortunately, ending the show here at two o'clock, I'm in that zone where there are no lineups. But uh, the, let's see, the Reds have their lineup in, and that's it. Not even worth it. Okay, so we'll see if Encarnacion plays tonight for New York. We know that John Carlos Stanton's coming off the injured list tomorrow, and that Aaron Judge shortly after that. Yanni Chirinos has been fantastic for Tampa. Seven and two with a two point eight eight, Masahiro Tanaka four and five with a three point five eight, and uh, would you believe that if if I asked you who the home run leader and runs driven in leader for Tampa is, would you have any idea? Brandon Lau fifteen home runs, forty four runs driven in. That's how many contributors they have. Rays are forty three and twenty eight. Yankees are forty three and twenty seven. A really strange game going to develop tonight with the Angels as they haven't really officially an- announced their starter, so it's probably going to be an opener, maybe Cam Bedrosian tonight for the Angels. For the Blue Jays, they got Edwin Jackson going again tonight. Edwin Jackson 1-4 and four with a 10.22 earned run average. There's no chance I'm streaming anyone in this game. Toronto is 19 games under 500. The Angels are two games under 500. Neither team going anywhere this year. Uh, intriguing one somewhat in Cincinnati, I would say. Interleague matchup between Houston and Cincinnati. Astros are 48 and 24. Reds are seven games under, 31 and 38. But Wade Miley has really been good for the Astros. Six and three with a 3.14. Luis Castillo has been dominant all year, just not getting enough run support. Six and one with a 2.20. Alex Bregman leads Houston in home runs and runs driven in 1948. It's like they Altuve's, by the way, went on a, a rehab assignment, so he'll probably be back late this weekend or next week. But you don't have Springer, Altuve, and Correa. You're still 24 games over 500. That's just insane. That, that, that's how good that team is. Mets are still a mess, 34 and 37 on the year. They're at the Braves tonight. One of the potential all-stars on Atlanta this year, without question, is Michael Soroka. Soroka seven and one with a one point nine two. Zach Wheeler five and three with a four point six one. Offensively for Atlanta, they've been getting it from everywhere. Acuna's been on fire. Freddie Freeman's got nineteen home runs, fifty three run or fifty one runs driven in. There's some reports that Zach Wheeler is like a potential movable target for the New York Mets. Do they really feel like they're they're out of it already on June seventeenth? They're three games under. This is a team that went in the offseason and traded some of their future to get Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. And they're going to punt on in June? I don't think so. Wheeler's staying there. I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere. Indians and Tigers, this is a highly anticipated game for all of us because Mike Clevenger looked so good in his first couple of starts before he got hurt. Wow. He didn't give up a run. Well, he's back tonight finally and not a great environment for him as the Rangers arguably have been the best home team in all of baseball this season, 38-33. and 
Cleveland's picked it up somewhat. They're 37 and 32. Lance Lynn throws for Texas because of the run support. He's got seven wins. He's seven and four with a 4.40 earned run average, but should be a competitive series between those two teams. By the way, Hunter Pence leads the Rangers and runs driven in with 48. Red Sox and Twins tonight, Rick Porcello and Jose Barrios. So a matchup of two very good teams. Red Sox are finally starting to catch fire a little bit. Is Eddie Rosario an American League MVP candidate? Is he? 19 home runs, 52 runs driven in? Is there a more anonymous player in baseball than Eddie Rosario of the Minnesota Twins? J.D. Martinez has 16 bombs for Boston. We'll see if Porcello can get it going. Barrios has been good. Marlins and Cardinals tonight. Uh, I saw these two teams play each other a week ago. Eliezer Hernandez starts for Miami because of injuries to Arania and Caleb Smith. He pitched okay last time out. He's 0-1 with a 5.87. Miles Michaelis has not looked anything like he looked like last year. Nothing. And maybe the expectations were just set too high. 4-7 and seven with a 4.83. Cardinals are two games over 500. Miami's 19 under. Ozuna with 56 runs driven in, 18 home runs as he's got three more months, and then he becomes a free agent. St. Louis beat Miami two out of three the last time they played. We have uh, a 10-07 Eastern start. Andrew Kashner is healthy enough to start for the Orioles, who are now 21 up and 50 down on the year. The A's are 500. Mike Fires 6-3 with a 4.63. Seems like everybody's ERA is in the mid-fours. Andrew Kashner, six wins somehow, 4.73 earned run average. He'd probably be a strong candidate to be traded come the deadline here in about a month. Royals and Mariners, as the Mariners now look like they're trying to dump as much as they can. Their home run leader, Edwin Encarnacion, is now a member of the Yankees. I would expect them to trade some other pieces if they can as well. Domingo Santana's had a decent year. For KC... They are 25 games under 500, still kind of in in rebuilding mode. Solaire, 18 home runs, 49 runs driven in. Whit Merrifield has been he's been he's been good, maybe not as good as he was last year, but he's still been pretty good. Danny Duffy starts for KC. If he's healthy enough, they'll deal him. And Seattle certainly would love to trade anything they could for Tommy Malone. How this guy's still in the league is incredible. One and one with a 3.42 earned run average. Brewers and Padres tonight. Jolie's Chassin against Joey Lucchese. Lucchese's ERA is 4.1. Chassin not having the same success that he had last year for Milwaukee, that is for sure. 3-7 and seven with a 5.74. We've talked about the Padres a bunch. How about Christian Yelich? 3.43, 26 home runs, 57 runs driven in. Triple crown is within reach for him this year. And then finally, the Giants and Dodgers. You have Tyler Beattie, who's 0-2 with an 8.06. Yikes. Against Kenta Maeda, seven and three with a three point eight nine earned run average. Maeda, like Hunjin Ru and uh, and and Kershaw, they have a pretty formidable one two three. If this is what they decide to do going into the postseason, would you believe the Giants' RBI leader on the year is Kevin Pillar with thirty two RBIs? Uh, ouch. Let's take a look at some potential streaming options for you over the next couple of days in fantasy. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Merrill Kelly of the Arizona Diamondbacks, who has been on basically a good four- or five-start run. He's probably unowned in a lot of fantasy leagues. He's at home tomorrow against the Rockies. 
and Antonio Senzatella, but I would look toward Kelly as a possibility of a, a decent streaming option for maybe one game. Also, the Angels tomorrow night are at the Blue Jays, and I know Vlad Jr. is back in the lineup, but if you haven't watched Toronto play, man, they leave a lot to be desired, both offensively and pitching. Marcus Stroman, who is just trying to get out of Toronto, he's 4-8 and eight on the season. Tyler Skaggs would be the interesting stream for me. Skaggs 5-6 and six on the season. Maybe the Angels get off to four or five, win, uh, four or five runs at the start and, and carry themselves kind of the victory there. But I think at this point, any fade against the Blue Jays is advised. They're going to go on and lose probably close to 100 games this season. Uh, and some streamers on Wednesday before we take a break and then kick it over to our uh, exit velocity segment. An interesting uh, road one would be Kyle Davies. Davies is 7-1. and one. Strom, of course, for the Padres, 2-6. and six. Of course, Milwaukee's going to be heavily favored in that one, and, and I would guess that most teams have Davies, but he'd be somewhat of a DFS option, I would consider. And then the other potential one, and... Again, you never really know what you're going to get with Rich Hill. So maybe the Giants as a flyer on uh, on Wednesday night with Drew Pomerantz. I know that's a scary proposition for sure. But he is he does give you the one thing that the Dodgers do have a lot of. And that is and that is a left handed pitcher. Pomerantz's ERA is over six, but somehow this guy has struck out more guys than he's walked 55 strikeouts in 49 innings. You may have some success, lefty-lefty, against all those Dodger bats, Max Muncie, Cody Bellinger, Jock Peterson. And whenever these two teams play, you can kind of throw away the records. You can use that old cliche, and they tend to play close games. The only issue is, is that Pomerantz can't get out of his own way. Last two starts, 10 innings pitched, no earned runs. You never know. Five shutout innings against Milwaukee. Five shutout innings against the Dodgers last time out. Look at Drew Pomerantz tomorrow night. Late start as a potential streaming option. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back with some exit velocity and wrap up the show. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish, and I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Did we just become best friends? Yup! The best friends forever. Heston Hiura, since he's been sure. sent down. 324 batting average, a four home runs, 11 rubies, a stolen base, and OPS over 1,000. He's been awesome. There's nothing left for him to prove in AAA. And I understand the Brewers came out and they said we owe it to Travis Shaw. Heston Hiura needs to be in the majors, and I think it will be sooner rather than later. So if someone dropped him in your deeper leagues, I would be out there trying to acquire and get Heston Hiura on my team. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream and download the podcast on your popular podcast providers. 
Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion. 2017, world number one. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Bish with you here on Fantasy Sports Today. We've had a fun show today, and we went through a lot of the waiver wire options. Hopefully, you're able to pick up on some of them. And we'll have a full recap of everything going on in fantasy. Good news for the Cincinnati Reds, by the way. Nick Senzel back in the lineup tonight against the Houston Astros. Looking forward to catching some baseball tonight. And uh, I, you know, I'm at this time of the year. We are really in the midst here of figuring out if we have a chance to compete in fantasy. We got two months until college football starts. Uh, two months from this uh, next weekend, meaning five days from now, I'll have a chance to see my Florida Gators take on the University of Miami Hurricanes. And uh, big, big college football guy. And come next month, we'll start kicking into some college football discussion as we get closer to that, and we'll do some. Some season-long college football, DFS, all kinds of fun stuff. We'll do all the sports when they get much closer. But, of course, it is still baseball season. And whenever you hit the ball off the bat, it's termed exit velocity. We pay so much more attention to that now than we ever did. And so we end every show with the segment called Exit Velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Exit Velocity. All right, our exit velocity this week. It's the easiest take of all. It's the most obvious take of all. It's OJ Simpson on Twitter. Come on. You guys know that you're going to be watching. 
the dilemma that I have on this exit velocity, and you guys have to let me know this, is that look, I, I have everyone has a good OJ story. I have one too. Maybe I'll tell it on the story uh, on the show tomorrow. But the dilemma that I I have here is that do you hit that follow button on Twitter? Do you follow or do you just see what he says from other people? Like there is that internal moral compass that goes around with me. Should I follow this guy and give him an extra follower? He's already got 500,000 in his first 24 hours of being on Twitter. That is just amazing what people are interested in in this world. Thank you guys for listening to the show today. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Chris Pavona for producing. Thanks again for Brian Walton for coming on the show. We'll be back tomorrow with three up, three down, some guests, some fantasy discussion. Always fun talking to you guys here on FantasySportsNetwork.com. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Full-time fantasy is next. See ya.